0: To save
1: the, day. the Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House.
0: Here we go with the Mighty House special report brought to you by Rich Calgill, who's over there, and Ron Calgill. Special report with yes. JLCLive.com. They came up with a new Key Trends in 2022 cost versus value report. That's right. There we go.
1: So the cost versus value report is put together every year. Yes. To show you what home improvements give you the biggest bang for your buck.
0: Where to spend your dollars.
1: That's right.
0: And we've got some surprises for you. That's why I shifted a little this year. It's a special report. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number one. In the top five return on investment projects, what's the number one thing you can do to your house to get the best return?
1: Replace your garage door. Yes. So the majority of homes built today have a road facing garage. Yes. And if the garage door looks like hell, then it just doesn't sit well with any consumer. Now, this list, isn't just about return on investment some of it has to do with resale But again, we're not suggesting you do this stuff just for resale Some of it is so that you can still enjoy your home while you're alive
0: Correct, and that's giving you a 93% return right there pretty right. good. so that's not too bad You spend your dollars today. No. You're gonna to get 93% of that money back right away. So right. Uh, Next up is manufactured stone replacement and this mm-hmm was Evolve Stone, which is somebody we've also done some work with, so I used one of their pictures. So Evolve Stone, you can shoot it on the side of your house, and that has a 91% return.
1: So how things change, um, you know, particularly, I mean, I'm down in Florida, we used to do a lot of Tuscan, you know, the arches, columns, pillars, yes. and now the big move is to de the homes, and we do what's called transitional. Okay. Uh, cause we're not going ultra modern, like all straight edges, square windows, that kind of thing. It's sort of in the middle. So they call it transitional. So it's a lot more smooth stucco or lap siding, but you're breaking it up with stone. And you're doing almost exactly what you used to have in a, a home that was a uh, craftsman period, you know, where it was stone, wood, nice balance of right. natural tones. So yes, that stone is bringing back some really good return on investment.
0: And and the thing with this evolved stone is you you can put it up with a, a, a stainless steel pin nailer, and you can mm-hmm. shoot that right on the house. If you wanted to do real masonry, you, you you'd have to change the foundation, or you're putting on steel, um, elb, elb yeah, steel lath
1: and backing, and, and, and yeah, and you're,
0: and you're stacking it on on a on a angle iron. Oh, on a lentil. Yeah. You're
1: looking for lentil.
0: Yes. So I mean that gets to be really expensive. This is a great option to do, if you're if you're looking to do that. A how about the next on uh, number three is a minor kitchen remodel? You may have a decent looking kitchen, but it looks dated because it's still a stained and uh cabinetry, and maybe you have older countertops. Right. So you'd come in here, but and you've updated,
1: you painted the walls, you got rid of some nasty colors or something, right. you put up some new light fixtures, a new faucet, you know, you may have replaced the uh. uh a uh, Formica countertop with a piece of stone. So at least it's mildly updated. And there's a lot of benefit to doing that. And we'll discuss that in a little bit.
0: Right, and you can see older tile floor. So you spruce that up, bring it up into the current current trends of what you'd see out today and uh, mm-hmm. into the into the 2020s. And you're at early 2000s is probably when this was built. So it start, it's probably in great shape. It's just starting to show its age. So right. Uh, just because of the of the trends of today. Next up is a siding replacement and this is fiber cement, which is what you see up here, Mm -hmm. uh, which is hardy board. Uh, There's what a CertainTeed has it.
1: CertainTeed and yeah there's a number of them out there that 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 work and they're all very similar.
0: Right, Boral is another one that's a really good siding product. Um, And you
1: see over my shoulder there's stacked stone there. Yep. So that's, and that's craftsman style. So between the stone on the base of the columns and then the nice hardy plank siding, you could have an old tired looking house and for really not a ton of money, you can really doll it up and make it really low maintenance. So, and that has a pretty good return on investment.
0: Right, so your siding is a 68% return and the manufactured stone is a 91% return. So, I mean, you're looking at when the job's done, you're getting the majority of your money back right away if not right. more and, in this and current added market.
1: added value to your home. Absolutely.
0: Correct. So uh, there you go. And uh, the last one of the, of the top five is a vinyl siding or a vinyl window replacement. So window
1: replacement.
0: That's not, a, a, or it's a sash replacement is really what it is, because you're leaving this old jam, casings, every, everything staying in place, and you're just pulling out the old sashes, the part that moves, and then you're putting in the new vinyl. Right. And that goes within it. So, say- and
1: I would only argue that in the sense that we talk about windows all the time. And do you nearly need new windows? So if you're pulling out sashes to put in a vinyl replacement, typically it's an older home that, yeah, it might be time to do it. Maybe it's for, to reduce solar heat gain, co- you know what I mean? Or uh, uh, ultraviolet with by adding low E glass, things like that. But if you... Think you're just going to save energy because you ripped out a window and put it in this window. It's not necessarily the case unless it's leaking a ton of air.
0: Yeah.
1: So, again, go back and listen to some of our shows on replacement windows and get all the facts before you
0: go jump on that of, one. Yeah. I mean, cause for one window, you could spend nine, 900 a $1,000 with a Pella or a Marvin. You could also pe- spend 200 bucks or, or less than that on the same thing in a vinyl. So, where's... When people walk in the house, they just look, oh, I got new windows. They don't look and see right. that it's Pella or Marvin. <clears throat> they Is there
1: just, a label on it?
0: Right, they they just see they got new windows. So if right. you're doing it for yourself and you want some special features, like between the glass features, like Pella has the blinds between the glass, or mm-hmm. or you want something like that, then you can spend the money on those uh, on those type of windows.
1: And it's also a comfort thing. I mean, if you just bought the house, you plan on staying there, you're in a nice neighbor. you wanna stay there for 10 or 15 years and raise your kids, Put them in. Right. (laughs) It's not about return on investment necessarily, the value, it's the added comfort. So, there's a lot of reasons, things that motivate people, which is my segue into how do they arrive at these numbers. Correct. So, what the JLC and um, I forgot the the marketing company, I'm sorry.
0: That is JLC Live and it was also Zonda.
1: Zonda marketing, that was it. They're the ones that really put this together.
0: Right, and they did a great job. But anyway, what they do
1: is they have 22 items that they put together basically a bid package on each item. And they send it out every year, the exact same bid package. So every year they get that back with the new cost. You know, things keep going up in value, and the last two years have been really tough. But then they they go back to the the National uh, Realtors Association. And they start looking at the net return on that investment. And both change every year. And that's why, Ron and I, this is probably the seventh or eighth year, at least, that we've discussed this when it comes out. Yeah. Because the numbers are really kind of fascinating how it shifts.
0: Right. So, right. And one
1: of the things that has really changed is the curb appeal, right? Correct. So, curb appeal has knocked. Kitchen and bathroom models out of the top 10. Yes. So if you notice, we talked our top five, garage doors, manufactured stone, minor kitchen remodel, that's an interior,
0: <clears throat> excuse that's me, painting. That's-
1: siding and windows. Out of the top 12 items on the list overall, 11 of them are exterior. Yes. The minor kitchen is the only interior project that showed ROI this time, which was really kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. No, and it was, that, that's, that was my takeaway from this, because kitchens and baths were always in the top five, top 10. But that's complete remodels, you know, those, that's right. where you're gonna get your money back. And to see that they're not in the top 12 is, is just amazing to me, so. Well,
1: um, look at the picture you've got up there right yeah. now, curb appeal.
0: Yep, that's it. When you know, peop-
1: does that not, when you drive up to buy that house, you go, damn, that's nice looking. Right, You know, manicured yard, nicely appointed house. And what you don't realize is stuff like the cement siding and vinyl windows. You've reduced the maintenance on your home. And that is what people are looking for. They don't want to be at home all weekend painting and doing all that. Right. And if they don't do it, then it starts getting bad. And if you got to pay somebody, it starts getting expensive. So, yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy.
0: Right, but when people walk up to this, they look at the outside of the house, <coughs> it's, it's, it's uh, manicured, everything's looking really well. They expect that well if they took care of the outside like this. They took care of the inside just as well So absolutely, so you're, you're setting expectations up when and when people start to walk into that home right away so they're, exactly. they're seeing that okay. You took care of the outside So now they're not looking for things if you walk up and they see that you know Siding's falling off that the bushes haven't been trimmed like okay. Well, they didn't take care of the outside What's wrong with the inside? And right, that, and, the, and
1: it automatically reduces how they're going to feel about the house walking in. If it's on the market, you're, you're, damn, you're darn right. It's just going to make them look, tight, look more closely at everything and reduce your offer correct? because they make an assumption, sure. whether it's true or not.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And
1: then the other thing is if you are thinking about selling, neutral selections are going to be yes. key.
0: Give us that picture yep. there, Sonar. Now, look yep. at that. You may love purple. And it looks great to you, and you love this kitchen. You've got to find well, somebody. What's in Minnesota?
1: That lo- isn't that the artist formerly <laughs> known as Prince? That was yes. his kitchen.
0: That's his. Okay, this is his kitchen. Now, that's great. But now you have to find another Prince lover that wants a purple kitchen. A Lakers fan. Right. Oh, okay. A Lakers <laughs> fan. There you go. There's something else. Right. So.
1: But what it does is, so when we talk about doing a, a minor kitchen remodel, just a slight update. People will typically walk in that house and they'll go, OK, I can live with this kitchen mm-hmm. and we can after we get through the closing it I can save a few bucks and we can remodel this so they can live with it for a year or two, then remodel it. It's it got good bones. Right. You walk into a house like this and you go, damn, damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the house is going to cost us this. We don't have a hundred thousand dollars to redo this kitchen right away, and you run away. Right. I mean, so yes, be careful. The outside looks so great. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Imagine what that looked like if they put black lights in all the cans.
0: Oh, oh man, that's, so. You know, it, it's this is if you're going to stay in the house for the next twenty or thirty years, throw the purple kitchen in if that's what you want. Right. Agreed. But if you're if you're looking to put the house on the market in three or four years, don't spend the kind of money and do this. Go with neutral colors. Do things that is going to appeal to a wide audience. And that's really uh, one of the things that came out of this is the curb appeal. So and the selections that you're making have to appeal to a wide audience, not just your purple kitchen.
1: So one of the things that we noticed too on this is that <clears throat> your return on investment isn't quite as high as it has been in some years past. Correct. And one of the, the logical explanations for it is the material costs are rising faster than you can get return on investment. So if we talk about a garage door, I could have probably got you a pretty nice looking, let's say a two inch thick insulated steel door with a, an enamel paint job on the outside that looks like wood. Right. That would have been thirty five hundred bucks or something for say a sixteen by eight. Right. Now you're looking at five or six thousand. Right. Exactly. So your return on investment might have been ninety-nine percent at one point. Now it's ninety-three or it's ninety-nine, and it's because the cost has gone up so much. And again, it's why we warn about don't over don't over-improve some, of it. don't go crazy on your kitchen because that could cost you 150000 for that purple kitchen. And then
0: <laughs> the next
1: person in the house is going, I don't have $150,000 to spend on a kitchen, so you're done.
0: Yeah, exactly. But yeah,
1: cost of material and labor is truly affecting our return on investment right now.
0: Correct. And, you know, uh, the, the material costs, labor costs, <clears> everything's <throat> been going up. Things have gotten really tight. Uh, so that's going to you know, impede on the return on investment a little bit. Another thing to kind of watch out for are regional trends. And Mm -hmm. on regional trends, you might find something that works in Pittsburgh really well, but in Philadelphia it doesn't. So you want to kind of do that. But then there's also within the Philadelphia market, you might have a micro market, a neighborhood that has certain features that all the homes in that micro market have that you're going to have to compete with and make sure that you're at that same level.
1: Right, and in that article, if you actually go to jlconline.com and, and look up that report, they'll actually have a couple of extra charts and they're showing a slight variation in returns based on the Northeast, the Southeast, the Midwest, the, the Southwest, and, and the Northwest. And the Northeast still has a little bit higher numbers But going back to what you're saying, Ron, I think the greatest example I saw was say 15, 20 years ago when granite was really becoming popular for countertops. Right. And most people wanted it, but if you lived in in an area where you had nothing but three bedroom ranches with Formica countertops, to go out and spend five or $6,000 for granite countertops, your return on investment on that was minimal. Sure. Because even though it added marketability or saleability, it did not add to the value of the home. So it was a very low ROI. But again, if you're gonna live there for five, six years and you want it, go ahead and do it. It's, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> exactly. You gotta weigh all of it.
0: Sure, so. sure, exactly. So watch your regional trends, talk to your realtor, and make sure that you're not over-improving or under-improving. If your neighborhood, everything that's gonna be in your market has granite countertops or you know, the quartz and you're thrown in for mica, well, that's going to be a problem. So you kind of right. kind of want to match up your, your micro market, not just. Well, what's
1: expected, exactly. absolutely.
0: When people walk through your house, they're going to expect to see a certain level of finish. So you kind of, kind of want to watch that. So um, the last thing we want to talk about is just kind of what was your takeaway from this year that you found a little interesting that maybe we didn't do in the past?
1: I, I think it's sh- the, the shift, the overall shift to exterior look, curb appeal. I mean don't get me wrong. I mean I like curb appeal of my home. I keep my yard, you know, blah blah. Sure. But I found it really surprising that master bathrooms, master bedrooms, you know, and you know, home theaters, uh great rooms. Those used to be the comfort things that had the big return. Right. Now it's like people are more worried about what somebody driving by is thinking more than <laughs> how comfortable they are in their home. Yeah. And I don't really think that's the case. I just think it's, again, it's your return on investment. You know what I mean? So bathrooms and things have gotten more difficult to do. I mean, people want more bells and whistles, but we still only have a five by nine room.
0: Right. Yeah, there's only so much you can do with a four, uh, with a, yeah. a five-by-eight bathroom. So.
1: Do you guys think right. that that's what it is, too, is the education for a homeowner has kind of dropped? Uh, and the fact of maintaining the inside of a house. If I see the outside of a house as a novice person who's never really maintained a house before, right. the outside's going to be the biggest sell for me because I don't even know what
0: problems are on the inside. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I,
1: and that could be because this, this, the newer reports are now being driven more by millennials. There's more millennials now trying to buy homes. And quite honestly, I remember, was it five or six years ago, that millennials had no interest in owning homes.
0: Correct. Correct. And, and that has shifted. That's starting to shift. But from talking to the realtors I know, they're not, they don't want to do anything. They don't even want to paint. Buyers today no. want to walk in, have it done and, and pre- present it. If, if you could do it like you do down in Florida where it comes with the towels, I'm sure that would be a huge marketing thing, you know, uh, it, it, all around sure. the country, not just in Florida where that, that's fairly popular for it to come with the furniture, the towels, everything.
1: Well, the regional trend down here now is just tear the thing down.
0: <laughs> just drop it and start just over. Just drop
1: it. Pay a million one for it, tear it down. The last were two.
0: Wow. That yeah, is it's, crazy. It's insane. So yeah, and for me, I just the the fact that kitchens and bathrooms are just off the top ten, out of the top twelve, I just yeah. found completely amazing. That that's what I that was so my did I. I actually
1: because it, it I mean, it's just a comfort thing. A master bath, a master suite, just yep. you know, opening up your bedroom a little, making the bathroom a little more comfortable. Maybe you know, building it a little bit of a walk-in closet, whatever. Not even on the list.
0: Nope, doesn't make it. But I,
1: and again, is that because it's not wanted, or is it just the cost, you know, because again, this is cost versus value based on the same parameters they've given out for years. Sure. So this isn't a survey of, you know, Gen X's and uh, baby boomers and millennials. This is just cost, value, return.
0: Right, and, and what you're gonna get when you put it on the market, so.
1: So and, yeah, it was a little surprising this year.
0: Yeah, I, I found that surprising. So, uh, I, you know, that's, that's where people are putting their interest, that's what they're looking for. And it could be that you know, they, when you go to look at a house, you know you're gonna spend a lot of money on siding and windows. And if those things are already done, and like you had mm-hmm. said, but the bathrooms and kitchens are serviceable, then over time, they'll remodel those on their own. So they may be right. looking for the stuff that they don't have as much interest in to make sure that that kind of stuff is already done. So right. I'm not sure. So with that, you hit, what's, you hit that music there. Oh. <clears throat> yes playing yes okay <laughs>
1: has this been... has been a, this has been a special report brought to you by mighty house from jlc online on cost <laughs> versus value 2022
0: yes and zonda don't forget that zonda, also. Well, shh, zonda. See these guys right over here JLC Live.com. there you go. you go okay
1: okay keep it square and level
0: <laughs> until next time until next time <laughs> Guess what I was
1: waiting for, Ron? Oh. Since he didn't come up with the first half, so. Uh,
0: no, I was waiting. I was still so out just, of practice. No, no, no. It was a special report, so that's. I
1: did that already. I know,
0: and that, thats why we're just going to close it. I assume.
1: Oh, I see. Well, he can edit that out. That's fine.
0: Yeah, he can I'm
1: going
0: to use all this audio. I know he does. He just, I'm going to use this audio. So what he does is he just—he just cuts the end off of the front and the end, and he just lets it run. And and when I say, okay, we'll cut this part out, that's in there. When you go back and watch him, he just leaves it all.